The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match preview between uh, Farmers League Crawley Town and uh, Premier League Greatness Leeds United. My name is Adonis. You know me as the Adelites on Twitter. And joining us today is our wonderful Riot Badger. Wonderful. I've got a lot to live up to now. <laughs> Didn't know how to introduce you. That's uh, all right. Canvas seller. Yeah, that's it. Canvas merchant. Yeah. And from uh, the Creepy Crawley Town Supporters Alliance, Sam. Good morning. Very serious there, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and first on the agenda from Sam is uh, food retail. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically we we are terrible at the, the FA Cup. How many... Uh, how many cup games have we won? We've recently? not won a cup game since 2017. Mm. 17 wins game. in the last 41. Yeah. It's not looking good. Um, but um, enough about us. We know a lot about Leeds United. Sam, can you tell us about Crawley Town? Because um, no offence, but never heard of you. Okay. <laughs> no problem. You'll hear about us Sunday afternoon. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't you worry about that. We'll That's follow your progress in the FA Cup after you beat us. So. Your favourites yeah, exactly, going into yeah, this yeah. game, mate. <laughs> we've um, we've predominantly been in the league. We've only been in the football league for the last ten years, really. So we've always been in the league. Uh, we got promoted to the league two about ten years ago. Uh, and actually, Steve Evans was our manager then. Obviously, who's man- who managed you guys oh, for a bit, geez. didn't he? So, oh yeah, he, yeah, course, he, yeah. He tried yeah. to take us to uh, League Two as well. <laughs> yeah so so Crawley and Leeds having Steve Evans in common I never ever thought that would happen 10 years ago that was a bit of a, a bit incredible when he, yeah. when he joined Leeds so yeah we joined we went uh, straight through to League 1 we went from the conference to League 2 straight through to League 1 I uh, had three years in League 1 probably punched above our weight but some great times we won away at Sheffield United we played away at Wolves won away at Preston beat Bournemouth at home just before they started their rise so some really amazing times bear in mind we used to be playing Hinkley and Grantham and Moore Green to go and play those sort of teams it was great and then the last five years we've kind of been around the bottom half of League 2 we are we have got the second smallest fan base in the Football League behind Morecambe so um, kind of to be in the Football League still is probably punching above our weight obviously we want to try and get back to League 1 but yeah we're, we're kind of a, a little small Football League club just by Gatwick um Doing all right. We've had a few cut runs, played May United away in the FA Cup fifth round. Um, yeah, only lost only lost one nil. We hit the bar in the 80th minute, which was devastating. It's been amazing to get a replay against them. We've had, we beat Norwich last year in the Carabao Cup. So that's the first and only Premier League team we've beaten. Obviously, Sunday it'll be two. Um, Everyone beat Norwich last last season, mate. <laughs> they, 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 they did, but not every League Two team did, though, did they? So um, uh, didn't Norwich yeah. knock us out? Oh, yeah, but, but yeah. that's us, though, in a cup. <laughs> that's us in a cup. Um, so, yeah, that's, 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 that's really in a nutshell. So, um, were, were you... Uh, did, did you protest the, the extra uh, runway at Gatwick? Was that you guys? 
Oh, was it Heathrow it's that Heathrow. they were doing that? No. Yeah. They're all no, like flying planes yeah, and things. There has yeah. been talk of there has been talk of second round where Gary Black won't impact the club. So no, they're not and demolishing also, your um, your ground to make no, room for don't, a second. Don't need, any more, don't need any more runways now. You can't go anywhere, can you? So. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and just before we move on, I'm just going to put my bets on for tomorrow. Is is Crawley in London or not? No, Sussex. Cool, right? Leeds with no. <laughs> we, we don't beat London clubs. So. <laughs> it's all the same, isn't it? Sussex, London. Yeah, anything south of Sheffield, friends. Speaking <laughs> portion. Yeah. We're close. We're is, close to Brighton than London, so. Yeah, both like southern to me. Mm. So you know. <laughs> I'm the only northern one on this podcast. That's true. I'm in Vienna. I don't sound like it. Anyway. So, yeah, I think it's uh, it's uh, going to be a decent game. I'm very worried after watching the highlights of your game against Torquay because that third goal that you scored in, in extra, well, injury time was really beautifully worked. I'm like, oh, shit, there's <laughs> a decent standard here. Um, You've yeah. won nine in a row, is that is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We've only lost we've only lost two at home all season. We actually lost two games at home last calendar year as well. That, so that, um, our home form is pretty formidable. That fills me with confidence because you can't keep that up. No, no. Fall, aren't there? I mean, you're it's never going to win ten in a row. Well, we've just come off the back of beating Bolton in their own backyard as well. So we've, we're full of absolute confidence. So um, we've got some. We have got some really good players as well who will probably go on to bigger and better things. Um, yeah, don't, don't, if you hear about Max Waters, if you haven't heard about Max Waters, don't know where you've been. Um, most prolific striker in the in, in English football at the moment. We've yeah, been man. in the in the yeah. Premier League, mate. Been in the Premier League, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, well, he's, he's more prolific than any striker like Patrick Bamford or Calvert Lewin. He's, he's literally goals per minute most prolific in the in English football this season so far. So um, yeah, watch out for him. He hasn't played the last two games because of a hamstring strain. Hopefully, he's being safe for you boys. Um, but he's been linked with a few Premier League clubs. Tottenham been down to watch him. West Brom been down to watch him. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does against your back four. Mourinho will ruin him. You don't want that. <laughs> no. Well, also, I'm not sure he's going to get in ahead of Harry Kane, is he? But we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, Mourinho just buys. Play- well, he didn't buy Jack Clark, but he does have Jack Clark. <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's not good at buying good players. You sound a bit like Harry Kane, Sam. Um, maybe if, if if Harry Kane took um, like didn't have that horrible speech impediment, which makes him sound like a, a victim of um, uh, a, a blow to the head, and and maybe if he'd have taken some speech classes, yeah, but you've definitely got a little bit of Kane about you. I think it's just oh, wow. my my uh, Leeds ears picking up everything that's Southern sounding the same. Harry Kane's more eloquent and educated brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't got any footballing technical ability, don't worry about that. I don't know which I'd rather have, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, the footballing ability. I'd destroy five aside if I could play like Kane. Yeah. yeah. And and his money. I'll, I'll have that as well. No, I'm not bothered for that. Nah. He's he's sponsoring Lake Norway, though, isn't he? He's sponsoring our fellow League Two team. Is he? He's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's, yeah, he is. Yeah, no, that's where he started, started out on loan, yeah. Well, that's not funny. <laughs> can't, can't say anything about that. People no. doing good things. We can't take the piss out of that. That's not <laughs> it's like Rashford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't um, like him. He's a scummer, but he's doing so, so good for society. But <laughs> I've got to follow him on Twitter, but I can't. He's, he plays for Man United. He must die. Mm. <laughs> 
So, Sam, what is your uh, what's your footballing style? I'm guessing, I'm guessing you just um, you, you shared the, the the name Sam big like with Big Sam Allardyce. I'm guessing that's just a coincidence. <laughs> Yeah, no, our football style is really interesting. So what John is really good at, and he's only been here just over a year now, he mixes it up. So some games will play three at the bat, some will play five at the bat, some will play four at the bat. And you never really know what team he's going to pick or how he's going to play. And I think he adapts it to the team he plays. But we like to play through the team. We like to get it forward quickly, but not really play hoof, hoof ball. Um, I mean, someone's played diamond in midfield, but we've got a midfield player called Jack Powell, who's really technically gifted. And he was one of the players who put the balls through for one of the goals we was talking. We've got uh, another player called Tom Nichols, who kind of plays behind the strike because he's been exceptional the last few games. So we like to get the ball forward quickly uh, through the middle. We don't, don't really use the wings too much uh, because when we're playing five at the back, the, the wing backs sit quite deep and haven't really got any out-and-out wingers. But yeah, we like to get it forward. We've got some pacey strikers in Max Waters and Ashley Nadison. Um, so yeah we, we'll mix it up you won't really know what to expect I can tell you now we're playing four at the back three at the back five at the back and even when the team's name we've got Tom Dallas who's a centre half and he can play left back so sometimes it looks like it might be a five but it's a four and we can adapt it during games which I think obviously we all know that Bielsa is well known for doing his spying on his opposition let's say um, but I don't think even he's going to know what, what we're going to play on the day and, and what sort of formation we're going to set up in so um, yeah, I'm not going to give you too many ideas so you've you've got a player called Dallas who's playing out of position, Tom Dallison. Yeah. No, not, oh, not, not, not Dallas, yeah, no, it's Tom <laughs> Dallison. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say that's that's too much of a coincidence. Yeah, Stuart, Stuart Dallas is doing well at fullback, isn't he? He's in my fantasy team actually. Yeah, he's, he's in mine. Well. He's such good value for fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, an awful lot of information you just packed in into uh, a paragraph there. I've, and I'm not not, sure not once was the only way he's Essex mentioned. Oh, let's not talk about Mark Wright. Absolute PR disaster, that is. Do you reckon that's what it is, just a PR stunt? Guess who he signed last night? It's seven o'clock. We signed his brother from Leighton Orient, Josh Wright. (laughs) But actually, at least Josh can play football. So yeah, Mark Wright, let's get out of the way because it's a bit of a bad bear for me. So he played for us in 2006, 2007 when we were a proper non-league team. He's never played a football league game, obviously. After playing for us, he's gone on to the dizzy heights of whatever celebrity status he is. I've, I, I had people messaging me out the blue I hadn't spoken to for years saying, oh, you signed Mark Wright. I didn't even know he was. And I thought, <laughs> all these females messaging me, I thought, who's this guy? Um, so, yeah, we signed him. We've already got three left-backs um, and he plays left-back. So, he was, he was he's eligible from the 1st of January. He didn't, he didn't make the squad at Bolton. Obviously, we've got a BBC documentary about it, which scares the life out of me because actually he might play. Um, and look, if he plays and does great, fantastic. But, I don't really know. If, if any other team had signed a 33-year-old who had never played a football league game, everyone would be raising their eyebrows saying what's going on. But I think just because yeah. Mark Wright has got a bit of publicity. But yeah, we signed his brother, Josh Wright, last night. He used to play for Mirwall. Um, he, he's, he's all right. He's half decent. But um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. But I, I bet, I'll tell you what, with nine players named on the bench, Mark Wright will be on the bench tomorrow. Just yeah. for the PR, 100%. Really? And the BBC is all they'll talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like, oh, yeah, and, uh, and Towie Star right on the bench, and just close ups of him while Leeds are crawling on the attack. Yeah, yeah that's how it'll be. But you know what to say two rights don't make a wrong. I mean, <laughs> no, that's not right. <laughs> the only way is Essex, and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and strictly come dancing. Yeah, and Sacred as well. He did Sacred, and he's on Hearts Evening Show. 
I'm a bit I'm a bit nervous. I've been quite um publicly opinionated on it and I and I I do hope well I suppose I hope he does to be fair, but I do hope he doesn't score us the winner to make the playoffs in the season because I'll beat a lot of humble pie. He was the best man at the wedding of Jade Goody and Jack Tweed. There yeah, go. where, where, where are they now? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, married to Michelle Keegan as well. So footballers married to soap stars never yeah. works. Just a cure. Well, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure she'll be popping down to the people's pension stadiums taking a game anytime soon. <laughs> He's on The Bachelor as well. He was the presenter on that. Oh wow. And a contestant on 2019 Strictly Come Dancing Christmas Special. <laughs> We've got no celebrities like that on our team. I feel I'm worried now for Sunday. I guess he wasn't. <laughs> I guess he wasn't on the 2020 Christmas Special because they thought we'd all suffered enough. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so we don't know what your style of play or formation will be, but you probably know exactly what our style of play and formation will be because we don't fucking change it. <laughs> we didn't change it once for three in for three years. Didn't change it for uh, scum away at Old Trafford. And so we're definitely not going to change it for Crawley Town away. Well, it served you right the last few years, isn't it? You've done really well. Thanks, mate. It's a little bit like we either do well or we don't. There's no in-between, there's no middling. So we'll either get beat yeah. by a good team or we'll beat a good team. And where we find it difficult is if a team sits back. But looking at them highlights against um, Taki, I don't think you guys sit back at all. No, I think I, it's interesting. We we went to Forest Green last week and we played like a 5 3 2. And the start 11, I was like, what are we doing? Why are we so defensive? But we still managed to win and we didn't actually yeah. sit back, even though the team looked like we sit back. So, yeah, I noticed Leeds have only drawn a couple of games this year. So I think there'll definitely be goals. Mm. On Sunday, that's for sure. One thing I'm interested about Leeds next year, look at Sheffield United. They've had a style for the last three or four years. It's always served them well. But after their first year in the Premier League, they've just plummeted. So it'll be interested to see how Leeds do next year because they'll definitely start this year. But whether people, teams will suss them out for next year's Premier League campaign and whether they can survive or not. Uh, I mean, I am biased, but I think we're in a different sort of class to Sheffield United. Like the, the recruitment that we did this season going up is not Billy Sharp. It's not... Um, that their kind of calibre of player that they've recruited with. And they haven't recruited well in the, the summer window either. So I think they've the masters of their own downfall, really. Um yeah. I think they've they've gambled a lot on this season and thought, oh, they could stay up with the same kind of squad that they had the previous and two points, sure. I mean, exactly. They yeah. literally found Chris Wilder in, in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> there was a game, I think because we had the um, Sheffield United guy on, and there, there was a game, a youth game maybe, for his local for the local team, and then they needed a, a coach, and um, and they went down to the pub, and Chris Wilder was there getting pissed, as you can imagine he would be by the looks of him, and um, yeah, that's how his career started, and Bielsa, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, if you look at Wilder against Bielsa, but then to be fair, if you look at your previous managers, Chris Wilder, Chris Wilder or Steve Evans, Chris Wilder, I'd take Chris Wilder, seventeen times Boston. over Steve Evans, and he'd probably still not wear the same. So, uh, <laughs> all right, um, we've got David Hockaday, who's ex of Forest Green, like you've just mentioned. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, blimey, yeah. Bottom. Oh my god. So yeah. there is a rather 
despised ex-player that we should probably talk about. Yeah, and also married to a, a soap actress. Mm. So, Harry Kuehl. Oh, yes, Harry Kuehl, yeah, of course, yeah. Mm. Can you talk about him? How was that? Was yeah, it terrible? Really, was it shit? To be fair, he, it's really interesting because he came in and really tried to change our style of football to play like Liverpool or Man City. And it kind of started League Two. It was a bit like, oh, what are you doing, mate? We're going to win playing like that. But I think the players bought into him and respected him. But he was he, he was very different to a lot of lowly managers in terms of, obviously, he was quite big for his boots um, in terms of with like fans and maybe some sponsors, etc. But when he left... People weren't really bothered. Normally when a manager leaves, if everyone's gutted or everyone's really pleased. But it was kind of half and half. And actually, after he left, we didn't really do much better without him. Uh, the guy that came in, Gabriel Choffey, who's now assistant manager at Udinese in Serie A, didn't really take us on. And it, it would have been interesting because obviously Kiel left for Notts County, who at the time were were struggling, um, and they didn't really get enough time there. But I think if Kiel being given longer... He might have done done all right, and we could have been in the same position as we are now, because um, he just tried to change the whole brand of football. Um, and I think he's probably learned a lot of mistakes from his first job at Crawley. Um, and he's doing all right, at Oldham now. Started quite poorly at Oldham, but he's doing really well now at Oldham with not a big budget. So it'll be interesting to see where how his career as manager develops because he's kind of done okay. But um, yeah, I'm not sure he'll reach the dizzy heights of the, the top two leagues as a manager but yeah he was alright we, we tried to play some good football we brought some good players in who have gone on to bigger and better things um, yeah but not not nowhere near as good a manager as was a player superb player wasn't he no <laughs> and an even worse human being to be honest yeah. <laughs> horrible cunt imagine if Notts County had been complicit in the murder of two Crawley Town fans Mm. And then that's probably how you'd feel about Kiel, and that's how we feel about Harry fucking Kiel. <laughs> yeah. He did a right at Liverpool, didn't he? Yeah, it's just when he went to Gala fucking Tassaray. Um, yep, so he's. I hope he um, stubs his toe on every piece of furniture <laughs> in his life and trips up every third step. So when we, when we, when we, our, our owner is actually Turkish, when we appointed him, obviously the Galatasaray. Right, uh, that's, thanks, quite... thanks for coming. Bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've lost Sam. He's, he's gone. <laughs> to be fair to Turkish people, there are a lot of um, Turkish fans who hate Galatasaray. Yeah, to be they fair hate to Galatasaray them. in the same way that we, not in the same way, but in a, in a way similar to the way that we hate scum. So, go on. I'll give you a chance. Come on. Tell us about your fucking Turkish owners then. Oh, no, no. I was just going to mention that's that's, that's how um, we thought that he came to the club. So oh, um, That was a connection. Right. Okay. Yeah, but we're quite lucky with our Turkish owner because he, interesting, before the pandemic, everyone was a bit like, oh, little old Crawley, never going really to go anywhere. Um, haven't got big gates. But actually, during the pandemic, we probably have done better than other clubs because if you look at Portsmouth, say, for example, they've got, 18,000 people that go every week and 8,000 scenes yeah. owners, where we've only got 2,000 people. So we've lost less gate money, if you like, um, than other clubs. So actually, during the pandemic, we're probably a bit better off than some other clubs. And when obviously we, when obviously all the, the 2,000 fans can go back, well, that was basically all of our fans would go back. Uh, we had yeah. 1,300 for a couple of games. We have 600 teams to get on us. So yeah, but our Turkish owner, he, he bankrolls us and he, he covers all the losses every year. So we're really lucky to have him. And um, 
yeah, he's been here a few years now. Hopefully, this will be a promotion season. So this Turkish owner that bankrolls you that's got all the money, is he the one that's asking for the TV receipts from Leeds United to donate towards Croatia? No, that was John Yems. That was John Yems. That was the manager. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, think, I think that's right, though. I think, I think that's right, to be fair. I, I do, and I think, I think we would have done it anyway, but I think downright asking for it is a bit cheeky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. in public. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah, bit yeah. privately, no? Yeah. John, John, John Yems, I don't know if you've heard about an, an extra game uh, at the back in the last year. It kind of went viral, his post-match press conference. He isn't great with the media. He he looks like an 18-year-old player who hasn't had any media training despite being a 61-year-old manager. He, he's not very good with the media. He will literally say how it is and doesn't really care on the consequences. So um, someone asked him a question after the extra game. He goes, I don't give a monkeys. That was his response. That kind of went quite viral. And you think he don't say it, do you? So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what, what Lee's doing the money. But it, we're 75 grand just for turning up on Sunday and another 20 grand for losing. So Lee's will do right there, 20 grand, won't they? Yeah, we could... Uh... Probably by uh, Rodrigo's left toe. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that will pay for a, a third of his weekly wage or something. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Okay, it's that time of the preview again, where we we go to match preview predictions. We didn't do a preview for a while because oh, there so were simply too many games, and <laughs> the Premier League needs a winter break. So you wait for the big game, just for us. Yeah, that's yeah. it. No other reason, <laughs> but for us. Um, so the last the last one that we did was uh, Manchester United, and <laughs> I've been in, in a depression ever since. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the current scores are four six to the opposition. Shit. Fuck. So the way this works is you get one point for um, guessing a win. Well, there's not going to be a draw, is there? How are we going to do it that? Can be. Oh, there's, there's no replays, is there? There's, there's no replays, replays no. There can time. be a draw after 90 minutes, so can't there? No, we'll go without right, I think. Mm. Yeah. So, let's say... <clears throat> okay, well, you, you're going to get a bonus point if you pick the draw. Maybe Maybe we say that? Or is that yeah, too I stupid? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. So, you get one point for a win, one point for a loss, or two points for the draw... And if you if you guess the exact scoreline, you get an extra two points, and you also get one point for a correct scorer. But if you guess a scorer and they don't score, it's minus one. So, with all that in mind, Sam, what is your score prediction? I want to go two all, and I two think Tom, all. yeah, and I think Tom Nichols will get on the score sheet. Alex, oh, I don't know. It's one of these where I could easily predict a 4 0 win to Leeds, but mm. quite as easily predict a 1 0 win to Crawley, mm. where the, the only way is Essex star rises <laughs> at the back post like a salmon <laughs> and puts us out of the FA Cup. Uh, I'm going to go for 3 0 Leeds. A scorer, though, I'm not going to predict a scorer because I have no idea who's going to fucking play. So, yeah, just leave it at that. Okay, good tactic. I, I think those um, minus points have, have come to come back to bite a few people. Recently. Yes. What did I predict? Just out of interest, what did I predict from the Man U game? Uh, it wasn't you, it was Cookie. Oh, it was Cookie. Um, right. So it's the only time Cookie stepped in for you. Um, Cookie predicted 4-3 leads. <laughs> Bamford, 2. Rafinha, 1. Dallas, 1. Rashford, hat-trick. And the Scummer predicted 3-2 Scum with Bruno 
Rashford, Bamford and Rafinha scorers. And he got minus one and Cookie got minus two. Uh, oh, well. He can do it again. He's probably getting less minus points than I am. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. What is there left to talk about? Anything? Have we done What's it all? It? I've got a question for you guys. Do you actually care about the FA Cup this year? Are you a bit, are you a bit more worried about the banana skiing or do you just think whatever happens, happens, not be bothered, just want to focus on the Premier League? If you as, could guarantee... Oh, do you want to go first? No, I'm just saying as, as an indiv- individual fan, I would rather be out of the FA Cup because the safety in the Premier League is more important. As a fan base, you will find a very big mix of people who want a cup run. And somebody last night who said, why don't we just have a cup run when we're safe in the Premier League? Because obviously, them cup competitions that start in the second half of the season are just prevalent all the way through now. Idiots. Um, yeah, uh, I would rather just concentrate on the league. Uh, this is the one season that I'd probably say that, that that's more important. But, you know, if we have a cup run and we get to Wembley and fans are around back, I will definitely be in the queue for tickets. So yeah. <laughs> I'm a big hypocrite. If, if we get to the final or the semi-final, then yeah, uh, and and everybody's every, nobody gets injured, nobody gets COVID. I'd be fine with it. And it's no offense to Crawley Town or the People's Pension Stadium. I just I just don't believe the facilities to be as COVID safe as uh, elite football grounds, and that scares the shit out of me. Because I, my brain, the way that a lot of Leeds fans' brain work is to extrapolate into the future um, the worst possible outcome. And even if you do that, sometimes it, it, it happens that it's even worse than, than what you think it's going to be. <clears throat> so I can see, you know, Bielsa getting COVID, dying. I can see three, three or four Leeds players getting COVID. Um, three or four others getting injured. And and I, to be honest, I don't think it's worth it. I, I just think there's too much fucking going on this year uh, with, the, with the pandemic. Now there's a new variant. Um, I don't pretend to know anything about it, but I do think the scientific experts know something about it. <laughs> so I'm going to go along with their advice. <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> So we've got enough of experts in this country. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even sure the FA Cup should be going ahead, to be honest. I'm glad that it's bringing in money um, to to clubs like Crawley, who obviously need it, and um, Marine and all that. Um, But no, for for Leeds, no. Definitely not for me. I think it's worrying as well that the testing regime isn't down the league pyramid either. It's like it's... The way that the Premier League are testing every, I think it's every two weeks. Mm. So guys- there's a bit of background to this. So the EFL mm. had guidelines originally to be tested at least once a week. They then right. lax that. So obviously clubs aren't going to pay to test those players if they don't have to. So they kind of, but they're, they're bringing it back in now. But I know everyone was tested Thursday. But interestingly for us, uh, both teams, there's been no word in the media around if anyone's positive, if anyone's negative. So we don't know a if the game's still going ahead and Saturday morning as we talk and also how many players if any have got it so which would obviously impact both teams league seasons going forward as well so yeah I think all the whatever whoever turns up Sunday will obviously be COVID safe because everyone's been tested um, yeah. but yeah prior to that the EFL did lax the, the guidelines which was a bit bizarre I didn't understand why 
It must be finance related. It, it can only be finance related. Yeah, probably, uh, yeah. This pandemic, it's just been ruled by people's pockets and I'm just hitting my mic all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just not good, not good. I mean, even to the point now, I don't know, we'll probably discuss this on the main cast more, but uh, Radio Leeds now can't travel to away games. So we're going the commentary that our people, that, our fans that listen on uh, and radios will be getting the commentary from uh, Poppy and Noel from watching a TV. Yeah, I mean, it's basically yeah. a watch-a-log. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they might as well just go on Twitch. <laughs> to be fair, though, I would watch that. I would, yeah, definitely watch that. Like, you know... So we've we've got a couple of there's a, a presenter and ex player who's a summarizer so on our on our local radio and they're they're very very good, like unbelievably good at, at what they do, and yeah, I, I would not normally do these watch alongs. Do you, do you have something like that for Crawley Town? I, I I was trying in the in the build up to this match preview. I was trying to get in touch with the Crawley Town podcast, and they yeah. they wouldn't reply. None of them. Which one? Do, which one did you message? Is there more than one? Well, there's one. There's only one active moment, but I've been active for a while. Straight Red podcast. They're, yeah, they're that's pretty the one. Good at some. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, just just to, just talking about. Um, so we've got iFollow, which is really good. But mm. there was quite a funny uh, incident during the Torquay game. So or incidents actually. So we played Torquay again. The BBC Sussex guys couldn't travel, so there was a, uh, a former manager and player for Torquay called Kevin Nicholson, who was at home watching the game. Very much live on the red button. So Crawley or Torquay would score, and then the commentator would go to Kevin Nicholson and say, "I know you haven't seen the goal yet." but Torquay and Crawley have just scored what are your thoughts <laughs> it was just so bad so at home we can see it happening he can see it and he's asking for his opinion on it um, yeah so yeah but I follow has been really good for lower league fans being able to watch the games obviously the big boys like yourselves BT Sport Amazon Prime Sky Sports but I follow has been really good we get to watch all the games and yeah it'll be interesting to see how long that continues for and obviously it funds the clubs as well £10 a game so you're saying it was walkie talkie versus creepy Crawley <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, virtually, yeah. Yeah. Um, just just out of interest, so Leeds regularly are voted the most hated club in 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 England. Do you hate Leeds? Like, no, no, no. Is, no Leeds is one of the team. Leeds, there's there's those grounds. So I've been to lots of grounds and been able to follow Crawley around League One, League Two, and. When I was younger, my dad used to take me to Arsenal. So I kind of been to lots of grounds. Ellen Road is one of the grounds I've been to that I'd love to go to. Yeah. Um, and when the draw came out, obviously at the time, everyone could go to home games. And I was like, please be a home game, please be a home game. Because I didn't want it to be someone like Leeds away and miss it. Yeah. No, I've just been watching the Amazon Prime documentary of Leeds a couple of years ago, just prior to the games, to kind of get a bit of a feel for Leeds. And it is, uh, Leeds are a massive club and the, the fan base is really interesting. I like those sort of teams where it's unique, isn't it? Like in London, there's loads of, those different clubs, Manchester, there's two clubs, Liverpool, there's two clubs, whereas Leeds are just one club. No, I've, I, I thought Spygate was hilarious, absolutely hilarious. We oh, didn't. I don't know why every club, I don't know why every club doesn't do it. I thought it was, I, it was hilarious that when it happened, I was like, "This is great! What, what a great idea!" Yeah. Um, and I thought, all, I thought all the negative PR was a bit stupid, really. But yeah, I felt for Leeds. Obviously, early early twenties or two thousand, sorry, when they in the Champions League, that squad was amazing, wasn't it? Robbie Keane, Rio Ferdinand, all those great players, and obviously gone down to League One and, and then come back up. But yeah, I, I think it's great that a team like Leeds are back in the Premier League and looking forward to facing them tomorrow. Cool. Well, let me tell you, you're all set up uh, to be hated by us. Um, 
<laughs> Steve Evans, Harry Kuehl, um, you called the Red Devils, and you've got fucking Turkish owners. It's not going well, mate. I'm, I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you hate us even more come Sunday evening. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, let's wrap it up there. So, any final thoughts before the game? No, I think I think there'll be lots of goals. I'm really looking forward to it. I think both teams want to score a lot of goals. So I'm really looking forward to it, actually. Alex? All I want is no injuries, no COVID. Mm. Whatever result, doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, and um, same here. Um, but it's nice to uh, be involved in a almost football manager reality. Um <laughs> By playing what should be a non-league side, apparently. That's what you said, Sam. <laughs> yeah, 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 we should be. We're punching above our weight. Yeah. Punching above our weight, yeah. Radio, then. Um, I look forward to uh, Leeds United bowing out of the FA Cup, as we do, as is tradition in the third yeah. round. Um, so that was your match preview for the Creepy Crawly game. And we'll uh, see you very, very soon with the main cast and the youth pod. My name is Adonis. You can catch me at the Adelites, and it's a very good buy from me. It's a very good buy from our canvas merchant, Right Badger. <laughs> Please buy my canvases. I'm poor. <laughs> buy his fucking canvases. And uh, and it's a very good buy from Sam from the Crawley Town Supporters Alliance. All the best after Sunday. Please, please, please. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games to play, don't care what's on your mind.